Yo, I remember Sunday mornings back in 1996 Right in front of the television, mama can't tell me shit Do the dishes, boy, rocket power on, let me skip Nah, never said that, I ain't crazy, let's reminisce Chubby boy trying to figure out life and play his part Voice on TV asking me if I'm afraid of the dark Nah, never was, help me grow into something proper Beating beats, got him screaming out, ah, I'm a real monster I got in the sports late, you never would see me dribble Mama gave birth to a genius, they calling it Didi Pickle I'm in Dexter's lab, trying to check out them death toys After that, chilling with Ralph, making fun of them head boys Pop's not around, I'm learning from Uncle Phil and Bill Cosby I get in the situation, they got me 25 Still awaiting my letter from Hogwarts Yo, this 90s kid is still like a child of some sort Man. Hello and welcome to the Massive Mediocrity Podcast The brothers are back, Fraser Kessling, Max Kessling Fraser, how's it going over there? Good, man. We're actually we're both wearing white t-shirts. This is a very bad. I'm wearing fun pants though. So oh, but... you are. Yep. Guess what color my pants are? Uh, black. Okay. Blue. White. Hey, Backstreet Boy. Back Backstreet Paxi. Backstreet Paxi. Guess what color? Guess what color my shorts are? This is riveting, by the way. I'm going to go with black. You're not going to guess it. Purple. Get up. What are... What? Just stop showing me your butt. What? What is That's that? That's not my butt. That's my thigh. Tie-dye. Tie-dye? I literally can't see them at all. You're in the darkest, dingiest room of all time. Bro, get, really? a, get a light. Get a singular light. This video is grainy. There we go. Are you like locked in this room? You okay? Trapped in the closet. <laughs> no. I can't make jokes about the closet. <laughs> Why? No. I don't know. Just brings but just like makes me think of very weird things with R. Kelly and I don't I don't like Can that. you Yeah. Maybe you're right. Your uh, microphone looks like it's got a wobbly neck too. Like a loose ass neck. It broke. <laughs> it broke? <laughs> Something on it broke like a year ago. Really? When I moved to Boston, yeah. The plastic piece on the inside that holds the plastic piece. Yep, yep. So it just kind of like flops there. That's good. That's a real. That's a high quality production value. We, you guys loved, come oh, to enjoy. Shit. Yeah. Scared me. That light freaked me out. Yo, my trap, my tricep look real good in this photo. This video stream though. <laughs> so proud of you are you ready been working hard dude dude you have i can tell (laughs) all right let's get into it (laughs) all right this has been one of the longer less interesting (laughs) introductions i wanted to let it ride just let it flow all right yeah well, I mean, I think that people really enjoy the fucking six minutes on figure out what color pants one another are wearing. That would be, we might get nominated. Yo, if the Webbies happen. <laughs> get us on the, get us on them Webbies. Get us on there. Honda, get me son in the NBA. No, no, he can't play. Get me son in there. Or off with your head. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the NBA. Let's get it started. Mm-hmm. Let's get started in here. Like Frazier's uh, 
2000 playlist. We listened to Let's Get Started about a bajillion times. I looked at like the metrics. When was that? This was like very early (laughs) iTunes and you're able to see how many times you played a song. Yeah. This one easily was played like 172 times. Like way more than any other song I had that got listened to. 2003. Sorry. I was a little off. Yeah, 2003 was lit. You listened to that so much. The song is hype. The song is hype. Yo, it stands up. Yeah, the Black Eyed Peas, I've never seen a harder nosedive than them in the Super Bowl. Their careers just went directly down the drain. What year did they do a Super Bowl? Um, I do not know. I can look it up. But their performance was... Doesn't matter. Terrible. Like, they were so bad that, like, no one heard from them again. Super 2011. Hmm. They had a good run, though. Oh, for sure. That's bangers. Then Fergie. The- Actually... Fergie's career may have died just as much when she did the national anthem for the uh, oh, last year. That was years, yeah. so funny. <laughs> that was so freaking funny. <gasps> when uh, they panned at Draymond and he's like laughing. <laughs> Draymond couldn't he's even like handle it. To... Dude, so funny. That's a good segue into... The Warriors made it into the NBA Finals once again. They just keep doing Fifth it year after year. year. Yep. Absolute Pretty studs. amazing. Yeah. Frage, how excited were you that they swept? And not only did they win, they swept the series. Uh, it was fun. It was... It was interesting. Um, saw a different team. I mean, since Durant's been out, they have to play with a different style. Um, but no, it, it. I think it's exciting to see... People, I mean, besides the fact that we're we're fans of the team, it's 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 fun to root for excellence. Um, and this is probably the most fun the team has been since 2015. Um, yeah, I feel like people would like the Warriors if Kevin Durant wasn't on the team. Like Kevin Durant's the reason mm-hmm. why the Warriors are hated um, because they push them from being great to being like borderline unstoppable in many people's eyes like it was inevitable they were thanos up in there i am inevitable like they will win the title Mm -hmm. um which which isn't fun like and i get that too yeah for sure 100 percent agree um but what have you seen from the guys so the warriors have played with uh, three of their top six players boogie uh durant and iguodala didn't play in the last game so basically it was Mm -hmm. Uh, Steph, Clay, and Draymond running the ship with a bunch of just role players, like total, like random dudes. After that, yeah, I mean, Alfonso McKinney got heavy minutes. Quinn Cook had heavy minutes. Um, but I think the thing that was most notable was how heavy Kerr relied on uh, Curry, Draymond, and Clay. Curry, I, I think Curry and Draymond, I think Curry, Draymond, and Clay might have all, I don't think they said it all during the second half. Curry um, didn't, I know that. I know Curry didn't, and I don't think Clay did, which is, it's a lot which of is minutes. really big. That's a lot of minutes. I think he ended up playing 46 40, for Clay, 46. 47 for Steph, and then 43 for Draymond. Mm-hmm. And that's very unusual considering Curry usually sticks with very specific rotations. You can almost 
it's like a clock. You can set a you can set a clock to it. I mean, you know exactly when the rotations are going to happen every time. And to see him break that, it it really was the break in in, in case of emergency type of glass thing. It's like it even though they were up three zero, um, winning this game gives that team extra rest. It gives them a chance to kind of recuperate um, and not having to put in dream or put in um iguodala too soon um giving those guys a little extra time to rest and not having to get that put the extra miles on them i think that's going to be really beneficial when the finals come around yeah pushing themselves to play some more minutes in this game is gonna really benefit because they don't have to play the next one right Mm -hmm. and the all these players got minutes last night jordan bell Fonzo mckinney uh, Sean Livingston, Quinn Cook, Drebko, Bogut, Jacob Evans. Jacob their, Evans, who their played first round only, pick. He played like three times all year. Yeah, and he played four minutes in this game. He was terrible, but um, they really had to like just find minutes where they could. Damian Jones played that game before. Yeah. He started, like, I believe. Yeah. I mean, super random people. I mean, like, we know these people, obviously, but. It, I think if you ask the general public, even Kevon Looney, people don't really know. They should now. We've been better recognize Kevon Looney. That's, we've been repping Kevon Looney for a long time here on the the freaking Masters of Mediocrity Pod. Yeah, and he played great. He had uh, twenty nine minutes, twelve points, and fourteen rebounds. And a lot of those rebounds were offensive. I don't know if I can look it up, but I think he had like five or six offensive rebounds. He was all over the place. And that was one of the big issues that uh, the Blazers had matching up. Um, I mean, even with Miles Leonard having the game, dude, Miles Leonard, what the hell? That was that was insane. I was like, this has got to stop. It simply has to stop. But they just didn't have the length that the Warriors had. Um, the Warriors absolutely crushed them on the boards. Mm-hmm. It seemed like, uh, between Draymond getting the ball, uh, and that's another thing. Draymond pushing the ball off rebounds and makes, he has been just stunning. He has been unfreaking stoppable. When he pushes the ball on the breaks like that, he's creating these fast breaks that don't exist. Mm-hmm. And the, the, it, it's weird because a lot of times playoff basketball is played to a different intensity and you and a lot of those transition points are kind of the first points to go in the finals and in these tighter games. But Draymond did an amazing job of rushing down the floor, not allowing the defense to get set up and then causing mismatches or sometimes just going straight to the to the basket. I think he had his third straight triple double and those aren't meaningless Russell Westbrook triple doubles getting rebounds off miss foul shots. That's those are pretty intense um game changing, game controlling stats. Yeah. When you see it like that, it's way more impactful. It just means he's uh, doing everything, you know? Um and he made a big time three at the end of the game, which was hilarious. He's shooting twenty percent from three this year. Uh, or from this, I think in the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah, yeah, which I'm sure his for this year isn't very different. So one no, out of five, and he drained one. Um, he shows up, and he's apparently lost twenty pounds. Yeah, twenty something pounds going <laughs> into the playoffs. Hey, dude, what? Where was that? 
You just like left it on. You're like, it's fine. I'll leave it for now. Then I'll get it. I'll get it off later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they've been really impressive. We'll talk a little bit more about them with and without KD, but I I kind of want to talk about the Blazers okay. first. Just because I feel like they don't get enough talk. Uh, everything's about the Warriors, and that makes sense because of who they are and what they've done. But um, I I don't want people to to think that the Blazers don't deserve to be in this situation. They're missing their third best player and a third best player who would really change what that team looked like. Um, Enos Kanter is a huge drop-off from, from Nurkic. And when they had Nurkic, they were a really good team, even without them. I mean, they made it to the Western Conference Finals. That That's no joke. It's a tough road to get there. Um, yeah, the fact that they got to the Western Conference Finals, I think, speaks volumes. Because that's that's a feat. Like, how many times has Chris Paul made it to the Western Conference Finals? And not, you know, I, I don't even know if he's ever made it. No, he made it last year. I think once last year. Yeah. Um, but, like, making it there with this team... It's pretty impressive to me. They were underdogs against Oklahoma City. They're underdogs against the Nuggets. Denver. And then they're underdogs here, and they just fell a little short. But I think you got to give them a round of applause for what they've done it from a team-building aspect and, like, built this team from within and through the draft and things like that. And, like, what they've done from, like, a heart and intensity and effort standpoint. Like, they have come a long way from where they were last year getting swept in the first round to making the Western Conference Finals. So I think they should be happy about yeah. that. I'm sure Dude, like any team could have crumbled yeah. after what happened last year to the Pelicans. And they made it to the Western Conference Finals without one of their best players. Mm-hmm. And I would it, say that like Damian Lillard wasn't playing his best. He wasn't, but I think you have to credit the Warriors for mm-hmm. causing that. Yeah, I would agree. They really forced the other players to beat them they and they they just played them kind of off the court um every time dame or mccollum pretty much got the ball they were forcing doubles yeah it was an automatic double team and the blazers just didn't have enough shooting and play that was kind of the biggest issue they didn't have any other playmakers yeah, they like, didn't have anyone to create a shot rodney hood was their next guy and he had 40 minutes with only seven points he was bad. That's your I mean, job, like, dude. Like that's, that's he showed some yeah. flashes, but this that last one was bad. I think Roddy Hood is basically uh, this generation's Jeff Green. I would say tall, less jacked Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of someone who's good when they're up and bad when they're not. Up. I don't think Roddy Hood's. I think Roddy Hood's just like a boomer bust flash kind of guy where it's like, ooh, Roddy yeah. Hood looked good. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks good yeah, on the court, true. but then yeah, yeah, yeah. he, like, just always underperforms. I think that's who Rodney Hood is. I think that's kind of who Jeff Green has been, too. So. He's a fool's gold. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, shit, like, this could be... And that's like, no, it's not. Also, Rodney Hood, if you're playing against the Warriors, it doesn't usually go well. He's lost three times in the playoffs to the Warriors in a row. Three sweeps, too, right? Oh, is it three sweeps? I didn't look that. I'm pretty up. sure it's three sweeps. That's so funny to me. That's, that's could be. <laughs> yeah, not great. Not great. All right. So the big topic that's floating around sports talk is, are the Warriors better without Durant? People just talking. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's crazy. It really is. Um, 
I know everyone points to what's their record without Durant's like 34 and 1 or something like that. So over the time the Warriors are 33 and 4 with Curry and without Durant and they're 28 yep. and 18 when Durant plays and Curry doesn't. Shout out to Doug Urbino for giving me that stat on Facebook. Yeah. So, and that that makes sense. Um, they are much worse when Curry's off the floor. But, so that's the case. But, so when Curry plays, when Curry and Durant play, they average, I think, 16 points more per 100 possessions. Okay. Um, when it is just Curry... They average 13 points more over 100 possessions. And then when it's uh, Durant without Curry, it's plus three points over 100 possessions. So I think that's a much more accurate representation of how that mm-hmm. team functions without those pieces. So basically, with the statistics you just gave me, that's basically saying the Warriors are the best with both of them, the second best when it's just Curry. And when yep. they just have Durant, they're just kind of okay. They're a good team. Yeah, I think they said that the Pacers are plus three over 100 possessions mm-hmm. last year. Um, so they're like that level. And I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, I wouldn't say they're, they're Pacers level good, but I think that is a very fair representation of how they look with each one of those situations. But also, like, the pace slows down a lot when it's just Durant. Mm-hmm. So that has to be taken into account. It's it, it's a much co- more complex art like topic I think than people are trying to make it like oh they win more with them than without you know what I mean like that mm-hmm. and they don't have to be mutually exclusive is that the right word or like yeah basically like you can take both the things and just because they're good with Curry doesn't mean they're bad with Durant if that makes sense. Yeah, like for sure. Yeah, like Durant's one of the best five players in the league. Like obviously the, no team gets better by losing that person. Yeah, they may play differently and their offense might flow better, but when it comes down to it, Durant's there for a reason. Yeah. And I think well, the reason this has become such a big topic, it, kind of multifaceted, one of the reasons is because there's a good chance Durant leaves in the offseason. Um and the other is the Warriors are so much more fun to root for when it's just Curry. Mm-hmm. He's flying off screens. I mean, over the last six games, he's averaged 33, 36, 37, 36, and 37, something like that. I mean, just ridiculous numbers. And he, he flies around the court. The pacing is way different. It's a different style. It's a more fun run-and-gun style but it's just different it's different Mm -hmm. it's different better you know it's just like my favorite movie kicking and screaming you guys are better different (laughs) you're better in different ways (laughs) yeah it i just don't understand the argument of you take durant so you take durant off the warriors that's he makes let me bring this up he makes 26 million dollars a year so that counts mm-hmm. towards their salary tap cap. And you're saying that the Warriors are better without $26 million of their cap. Basically. Why are you saying that? Because people are saying they're better that, that Durant's not playing this year. The Warriors are better now that Durant's not playing. And that's ridiculous. Like, 
How are you tying it to the salary cap? Because I'm saying... What's that, what's that matter? I think salary cap matters a lot because they could be using that $27 million for someone else. You know what I mean? But could they, though? Because they're way over the cap. I mean, they could use it. They could use like a, at least a large amount of money on someone else. But like I'm saying, like taking someone off entirely can't make you better because you're using so much of your cap space that makes the rest of your roster like much worse is what I'm saying. Like that impact of money impacts the rest of your team because it's a salary cap sport is what I'm getting at. So Mm -hmm. like taking that asset off your team cannot make your team better because it's such a large quantity of your assets. That's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think the money aspect has is important in that. Like, yeah, if you use that twenty seven million for someone else, or just used like had a different asset that wasn't Durant, yeah, it could be great, but it doesn't mean it's better. It just means it's different. I don't know. I think the money has a lot to do with it, in my opinion. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm also functioning at like sixty five percent, so I'll go with it. Yeah, I guess I'm talking about in the context of just this season, like. If you take it just this season, you you have the team that you have right now, the Warriors, and you just take Durant yeah. off of them. Are uh, the Warriors better without having Durant on the team? No, no, but right, I don't. The, where does the money come in? <laughs> because you can't use that money because the seasons are like already past like the point where you can sign players and stuff like that. Like I'm saying, you can't. That 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 chip has been taken away. Does it not make sense to you? Like, I feel like this is way over no, your head right now. Okay. It makes no sense. <laughs> I honestly have no fucking clue. If you're talking about next year, I'm talking about this when year. They have 20... Yeah, but where the money doesn't matter. I, I, I'm, it matters in the way that there's, your team is they're built. Just talk, they're just talking about this team as it's currently built. Yeah. If you just had this exact team, yep. didn't add a single person, right. and took Duran off. That's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about, yeah, but that doesn't matter about the money, because then if the money came in accounts, like, you take Duran, and then you use that $27 million on other people, which that $27 million is not going to add up to be as good as Kevin Durant. I guess if that's what you're saying, that makes sense, but I don't know if that's what you're saying. I You made my argument, so I'm just going to agree with you. I think I made your argument make sense. Sure. Right? Yeah. We'll go Are with you that. saying use that 27 no, no, on no. other assets? No, I'm saying like, you, I'm just saying when you take that amount of money. All right. Fuck it. Like, on to the next topic. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're saying no, the Warriors are not better. No. And it's really going to show next series when they have to play the Bucks who have more length and athleticism than any team that they've played so far in the playoffs. And, and sorry to just say the Bucks, um, but it's the Bucks. I don't really care. The Bucks did pretty much everything they could to lose last game, and they still oh oh sorry almost burp. And they still almost won. Um, I just think the Bucks are better. I think the Bucks are going to win. Uh, I I like their team. I like how they constructed. Um, and that matchup is going to be really interesting. I think the Warriors have a, a chance of being that team without Durant, but I think Durant will make a drastic difference in that series. Yeah, especially if, he, especially if he's going to be guarding Giannis. Um, so we'll move on to the Bucks raptors series. Uh, if let's, we're assuming right now we're recording 647 Tuesday night. If the Bucks move on, 
we're going to go under that assumption because both of us think that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're only up 2-1 right now. Right. So, I mean, it's anyone's game. Like, this game is the mm-hmm. one that really swings the tide. Like, if it's going to be a, a 3-1, it's over. Like, it's just entirely over. And the, yeah, the Raptors are much. not coming back. Um, Bucks are too good. Too good. They haven't lost three games in a row all season. So, And they've only lost two in a row, I think, once all year. So It's a good... That's a really good team. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Big it's, Bucks. Big Bucks fan. So, it's not happening. But... They lost last game in a, in, a, in a you know double overtime fashion, and mm-hmm. Kawhi had to do everything he could. He played fifty two minutes with a strained calf or a strained uh, something. Hamstring. Something's wrong with his uh, quad. I think it's like, his hamstring again or quad. Quad, yeah. And they barely yeah. won. So mm-hmm. I don't see how I don't see how the Bucks don't win this next game. The, both these teams don't didn't look great in my opinion. They look pretty sloppy, honestly. But Giannis yeah, did have I, 23 rebounds last game. What the hell? I didn't even notice that. 23. He's unbelievable. That's a lot. Yikes. Um, Sorry, I'm just pulling up yeah. some stats. I don't want to be wrong in my analysis here. Um, Yeah, Middleton had a, a, a bad game. Yeah. Nine points. He shot 18% for Bledsoe and Middleton have to play better. And Bledsoe's kind of been hot or cold. Um, For some reason, he just tightens up in the playoffs. He was so good during the regular season that that extension really made sense when they gave it to him. I mean, he he looked like a different player under this system. And he has been better under this system. But I don't know if it's some mental thing. I don't know if he needs to see a sports psychologist. I'm not sure what it is. But he's just been a little off in the playoffs. And him and Middleton kind of need to to play as best as possible. I mean, Letza only had 33 minutes. And that's when some of the other starters had, you know, Antonacumpo had 44, Lopez had 40, Middleton had 44. So when you... You would kind of expect to see similar numbers, at least Blitzone in the high 30s and not 33. I mean, Brogdon got more minutes than him. And George and, Hill. And you know what? And George Hill. And you know what? They should have. Yeah. Because they were much better. Um, they had the... George Hill's been playing really well. Mm-hmm. George Hill. He has been. The ghost of George Hill. Fan, uh, would you call it? He'd be a fancy zombie if it was football. He's a fancy zombie. 100%. <laughs> yeah. He thought we it's thought like he was Frank left for dead. Yeah, he's back. Huh. George Hill always yeah. shows up. Um, that dude always shows up. But yeah, that was a bad I, game from the Bucks, though. Like that was a bad game on all fronts. Giannis only had twelve points. You know, yeah, and thirty-one percent shooting. Yeah, like that's not going to happen again. So no. I think if they got all that from the Raptors and still barely eked it out, I think it's going to be a quick series after this, honestly. But. That extra game means a lot, though, because that's that's more time for the Warriors to rest. That's more time for Durant to get healthy. That's less time they uh, can prepare for the Warriors. That's more time the Warriors can prepare for whoever team comes out. Um, and there's more travel. So, like, you have to go back and you have to worry about your next Milwaukee game. I Toronto is very far. No, but, like, think about it. Like, 
I'll say yeah. about this: if the Warriors lost that game and played in Portland, they have to go back to Golden State. They have to play mm-hmm. that game, and the entire time they have to be in game mode to be ready for the next game. Whereas, yeah. like, if they win the game, then they don't have to worry about their next game as much, and they can actually recover more instead of having to be amped up for the next game. Do you know what I mean? Like, your mental yeah. state, I think, plays a lot into your recovery. Uh, this is my, like, bro science going on right now. But, like, mm-hmm. that travel, while still having to be think about ne- your next game, takes a toll on you. Whereas if you could just, like, relax and kick back and know you're in the finals... Mm-hmm. That's much better rest. It's like going to bed yeah. anxious or going to bed like with a free free like thought. Like there's two different types of sleep. For sure. So, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And that definitely. Regardless if they win or lose game 5, you still had to play game 5 and you still had to get up for game 5 and you still had to like be mm-hmm. ready for game 5 and you do the shoot around and practice and warm up and all this extra stuff. Whereas the Warriors just have to get their bodies right, get their minds right, and get ready for the next series. So, yeah. Hey, man, shout out to Lopez, though. Lopez has been balling all all playoffs. Lakers could have had him. Lakers could have had him for nothing. What's he making this year? He's not making a lot. I think he's he's making maybe three mil. 1.6 to 3.2 is my guess. Um. Spot track. Shout out to see... Spot track. Go ahead. Hey, what'd you say? What'd you say? What was your guess? One point six to three point two. You're pretty close. Three point three eight. Three point three eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. He, he's he's an unrestricted awesome. free agent next year too. So like you're yeah, t- he's gonna be making like you, ten next year. What did Javale McGee make this year? Yo, too much. <laughs> I think he got. I think he got like eight. No, he got he got two point three nine. 2.39? Yeah. Two, that's 1.32 too much. <laughs> he was less of a cap hit somehow. I don't know how that works out, but... Hmm. Like, basically, it's like, who would you rather have, Brooke Lopez or Joel McGee? That's so comical. Yeah, that is that is really funny. Or Kavon Looney. Who's making, like, 1.2. Yeah. He's making nothing. He's making pennies. Um... Yeah, man, the Bucks. We'll talk about the Bucks potential matchup when it comes um, more so in what depth. Do you think for yeah, okay. more in depth. So, what do you think about Game Four? Game Four, I, I really think it's going to be Giannis and the Bucks come and flex their muscles. I think it's about time, or that better team just comes and like really asserts their dominance in this game and asserts their dominance in the series. And then for Giannis, it's assert his dominance in the NBA. Like, he's the next coming. He's the next best player. That's what he needs to do in this game. If they don't and they prove to be sloppy once again, then uh, I'm just going to sit back and eat some popcorn and get ready to watch the rest of the series because that would be nuts to me. Yeah. I think the Bucks just have too many weapons. I don't believe we'll get... I don't think we'll see the same game out of Middleton. Um... I I like what they've been doing, incorporating Hill and Brogdon in with the starters. I think they're a pretty deep team. I don't think the the Raptors can t- can match up. Uh, they just don't. They don't have the depth, which is kind of crazy to say because the Raptors were the deepest team in the league last year. 
Yeah, but they gave up a lot of those uh, players to get Kawhi. Yeah. And, like, OG, oh, I, I OG's injured, too, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would definitely yeah, have valid. a big impact. Yo, uh, all right, so Drake. What about Drake? Does he go to to away games? I feel like he doesn't. Yeah, well, may, maybe he... It's kind of like Jack Nickel, Nick, Jack Nicholson. I was getting Jack Nicholas and Jack Nicholson confused, but it's Jack Nicholson. No, it's he is another level of NBA fan. He is in it. I respect Drake. Do you Drake know why for he's that, in though. it? Because they have fucking Drake uniforms. That's OVO like next level. They have OVO unis. That's like a thing. I like it. If that's a those thing, those jerseys are hot though. Like I like you those. You get your ass up and you go to an away game, my friend. That's true. <laughs> right meek mill would do it dude meek mill yeah meek mill would do it no meek mill he tried they wouldn't let him go to canada <laughs> yeah that's well it's him and kcp aren't allowed out of the freaking state <laughs> my man kcp couldn't couldn't play away games because he was <laughs> yo that was the best he could only play games in california so i love that he only played games it in was... california that's nuts. It wasn't for like a short period of time. It was like a mu- it was like it was a couple like, months. It was like two months. Yeah, it was like thirty days or something. Dude was making like sixteen mil playing only in Cali. That's like the Roger. Yeah. That's like the Roger Clemens treatment. Like I only play home games. And you make that's tons so of money. That's kind of the that's the life. Um, but the Bucks. I've heard a lot of good things about Bucks fans. Not not just how how big the bucks have become in milwaukee like they're becoming like packers level fans Whoa. which i think is great i'm a big packers fan uh they got great fans um and i i think it's really cool that the city's really kind of a embrace this team and, and for good reason it's a great team it's a lot of fun i mean Giannis is one of the all-time personalities i mean he's just like a silly goose and he seems like an amazing guy and i love all the stink face and all that stuff so uh shout out to milwaukee shout out to you guys i i'm excited to see you guys in the finals i was listening i was watching the game the other day and someone i was watching with goes he's huge he can get bigger yo they're like he can get bigger and stronger there's like room for him to fill out even still which is disgusting I saw some video when he when he first came in the league when he was like twenty. He was a stick. Yeah. He he's diesel now compared to how he used to yeah, be. Yeah, but imagine if, if he, he keeps getting bigger. He could. Like it's possible. He could. Yeah, he's got a big frame. Yeah. Dude, he could be thick AF. Like that could be a big he, boy. Dude, he already is. He already I mean, is. When he when he makes up his mind and attacks the rim, it's it's scary. He could get on that shack diet where he starts eating like a lot of food and just getting thick yeah, as diesel. I don't, I don't know if we want that. <laughs> he could though. That dirty bulk. He'd he be huge. Dirty bulk. That freaking riffraff. <laughs> All right. I think that's enough NBA talk. I'm kind of, I'm good. We kind of just have to wait and see, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, it's exciting. I'm excited to see what happens. Cool. All right. I was trying to go to the Rocky theme song, but like my mind 
my mind's short-circuited because I'm just a freaking, like, You're a noodle monster, dude. You can't figure out anything right now. I'm doing all right, I think. Hopefully this podcast comes out all right. I hope you please push the record button. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) We've been there before, though, let's be honest. Yep. We've done some suspect stuff. (laughs) And forgot how to do things. Yeah, I'm watching Night School right now. I'm like an hour into it. Wait, the movie? 45 minutes into it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kevin Hart? I've seen it, yeah. Pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, maybe I'm just because I'm sleep deprived, but it's pretty good. No, it's actually pretty funny. Yeah. It's not like great or good, but it's fun. Dude, okay, wait. Mm-hmm. Movie talk. I will tell you when to stop listening, and we're going to talk about Game of Thrones. But, like, have you seen the Hobbs and Shaw trailer? Because I've seen it a lot recently. Yo. <laughs> I don't understand any of it, but I'm so excited. Why did they go home? Why did he go Dude, to Hawaii? I it makes even... no sense. They gave so much away in the trailer. It's like, did I just watch the whole movie? What's going on? Dude. When when Can't he, wait. when they're all fighting, when they're doing the freaking haka, I'm like, oh, this. Oh is my brilliant. god! And then unbelievable. He, then he grabs he he grabs and pulls a helicopter down with his biceps. Obviously, clearly, like Obviously. no big deal. That you was so awesome, butter dude. You can fucking pull down anything. That's science, <laughs> dude. That was the best. I'm so yeah. excited for that. Like, I'm excited, but I'm also a weary because I just watched Skyscraper and that movie sucked butt cheeks. Yeah, but like, I didn't think it was going to be good either. Why? Why did you think it was going to be good? Because it's a stupid rock movie <laughs> it, it, about a burning building. How couldn't that be fun? Did you get what you expected or no? It was too- no, it sucked cheeks. <laughs> yeah, but he's got one leg though. Dude, that had no impact on the whole. Except they he fought a guy so with one C- leg. They wasted so much CGI money on that; it was terrible. <laughs> it was pretty pointless. So dumb. Just wear, right. make him wear long shirts and put a gold hand on him. Yeah, something. That's what they did in Game of Thrones. Hand. Thrones talk. Thrones talk. If you're, if you have it, honestly. Fuck you if you haven't watched it yet. It's only Tuesday. You deserve... Dude, it doesn't matter. A show like this where it ends... Like, you watch that Sunday night. I don't care what you have going on. You just watch it Sunday night. You have no excuse. Alright, spoilers ahead. Nah, no spoilers. Keep listening. (laughs) Keep listening. Brandon's up on the throne. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) (laughs) um all right let's get into it dude i i okay so the general consensus online is that it was like the worst episode of all time yeah and and i don't agree with that at all because if you watch the season finale for how i met your mother nothing has made me more infuriated than that episode so i know that's super off topic it did suck especially after like the third season and there's like 11 of them all of it but it sucked (laughs) you watched a lot of tv that's been bad my name is Earl. Malcolm Yo, in the middle. Malcolm in the middle? How dare you? I hated that show. That's fine, but Malcolm in the middle is good television. That shit is still relevant. Okay. 
I see way more stuff online about Malcolm in the Middle than I do about How I Met Your Mother. But and one of those shows is a lot older than the other one. So let's just put that out there. Sure. Okay. We're talking about Game so of Thrones. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, how do we get off topic? I was like, where do we even go? Yeah. People say, that was the general, I when I finished watching it, I loved it personally. You loved um, it? Oh, wow. I wouldn't go that I far. Did. But Okay. I really, I thought, I honestly felt like it was probably my favorite episode from the last season. Whoa. Hot take coming out I, of Frasier. I really didn't love the whole season as a whole. I think, so I, I kind of separate it in two different baskets, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the last episode itself. And then the whole last season, you know what I mean? So like the whole last season, like for for me, it felt rushed. It felt like they didn't tie up a lot of these storylines. I think they should have spent way more time developing these storylines. But the way it ended is exactly how I kind of expected slash wanted it to end. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like it, it, it was very clear that like they had this ending and they were just trying to figure out how to get there the whole time. And that, that's obvious for a lot of things. But I think... They almost had the whole last episode completely done, mm-hmm. and then they worked backward from there. And in order to get there, they had to rush a bunch of things. They had to leave a ton of things out. Um, I think the reason people are so upset is because they hate Bran, and I think that's all on the showrunners and the writers' like issue of not developing Bran's storyline enough. And make him more interesting. You, yeah, it, exactly. I think if you explain brand more you explain the three-eyed raving it becomes a a, a more in-depth character yeah and if he People did more woging, like warging whatever where he yeah, takes control of things he, if he did that more in more interesting ways people would have been like dude that's sick like use your powers like if they, he did anything in that one battle i think everyone would have been fine with it like yeah, literally one episode change like that's not a lot and he does it in saying. the books apparently i was talking to somebody they said that i'm not i didn't read all the books Mm-hmm. Um, but in the books, he does that. Like he takes control, and there's a lot more warging and weirdness in the well, books he, in general. He but really, he hasn't done like any warging. This, I mean, like before, he used to do a, a decent amount. Yeah, take control of Hodor, things like that. All of a sudden, this last season, it just like didn't get brought up. Besides to like fly around some crow. So like, I think that's where it all comes. But like, as far as how everything ended, mm-hmm. I'm fine with Bran ending up on the throne. Uh-huh. He fits perfectly with the bastards broken and uh, bastards broken and whatever. Yeah, like that's been the theme the whole time. And like, if not John, who clearly couldn't be on the throne, this makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think people were upset because they like named their children Daenerys. Like, well, it's like getting a tattoo before the. Turning. It's like it's like getting the tattoo before they win the championship. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, wait till yeah. the show's over before you name your child after. It's like a... getting a Zion Knicks tattoo before the draft. <laughs> yeah, don't name your child Daenerys after a character that isn't fully developed at the like. You don't know the ending. Yeah, yeah, that's like naming your son Big Puss and then finding out in like the fourth episode, fourth season of Sopranos that he's a freaking mole. You know. <laughs> <laughs> also, hey, don't name your kid Big Puss. hey i'm just saying drawing parallels here but okay so when the the scene 
where we figure out that like Daenerys has gone crazy and she's like, I get to choose what's right, not everyone else. And John's she talking to her. She didn't even really go crazy. She no, she did like dictator style crazy. Like a she little, thought she was like, right, but she was super wrong. It was kind of like a, a Thanos thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're like, I kind of get it. Yeah. I think Thanos almost made more sense, but... Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, When that scene happened, though, I literally jumped out of my chair, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Because I, I didn't see it coming. Like, paced... So here's the... Okay, I was thinking as this happened, I was like, he could kill her. Yeah, I... And then I was thinking, like, he might kill her. I'm thinking and he should kill I was her. Like, I was thinking about, like, how could he kill her? And then I was like, oh, he's got his dagger on his right side. I'm like, that, maybe. And then as they were kissing... I saw like a, a slight movement on the right side. I was like, oh shit, like I think he's gonna stab her. And then there was a moment where I'm like, wait, who stabbed who? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god. Yep. That was an amazing shit. scene. That was an amazing scene, and the scene before it, when Peter Dinklage, Tyrion goes up and he's like, I'm not your hand throw when he's walking up and those dragon wings come, dude. I mean, some of the most beautiful shots. Dude, I think thank of the you. whole oh, series. That's why I thought that the last episode was absolutely stunning. The the framing of those shots were ridiculous. They got so many things right framing wise. The shot where okay, so like when he was kissing, I just want to go back to when he was kissing her because like that scene was, I was like, oh no, he's an idiot. Like he's so stupid. He's just playing with her. Like he's he's into it, and then. When it happened, I, I freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. But when uh, the dragon was shooting the fire, was amazing. When da da Daenerys was like whisked away and the blood was on the ground and they f zoomed back to the the blood, the, the melted throne and John, that was amu amazing framing. Um, the Daenerys one you talked about earlier with the dragon behind her framing was amazing. They did a lot of subtle things that were to give you even more insight into what they were trying to get at filmmaking wise to help you understand the story. So I thought the like the way they shot that episode was great. There was a lot of similarities. I was trying to watch um, like a YouTube video explaining some certain things, but they did a, even more callbacks in this episode. Like we would assume. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, I, I I thought that was really cool. I wish when the dragon freaked out, he didn't just freak out at the throne. I wish it was more like a like a general freak out and just fucking blasting hot magma everywhere, mm -hmm. and that's what melted the throne. It's like I don't really need like the, the dragon, dragon to know shit. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't need the dragon to say like the this constant pursuit of the Iron Throne is the cause that mm -hmm. killed my mother. Uh -huh. You know, whatever. Um, There's a lot of so that was like yeah. Yeah, like, I don't need the force symbolism. Like, give me some, I don't know, make it less intense. And, and granted, there was some dumb things like Tyrion finding his brother and sister so easily. Yeah. But, like, I don't care. I thought, I looked past that. I was just, like, him crying at his brother, who's, like, the one person that he, like, really loved. Yeah. That's, like, that was super powerful. People are so annoying, too, when they were, like... Oh, they could have lived. It's just some rocks. They're right on the top. I'm like, dude, have you ever had the ceiling fall on your fucking head? Like, usually yeah. you don't live through, like, m like a giant ceiling falling on top of you. Yeah. Like, like, oh, if you moved over, it's like, suspend disbelief. Like, there's dragons in this. <laughs> just, Yo, John's been dead me. already. Like, yeah, 
John's dead, exactly. Like, dude, just can you just get past it a little bit? Mm-hmm. Like, I think people were picking nets way too much. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And they'd be like, why didn't that dragon kill John? Because he's a Targaryen. Like, learn up. Like, yeah, that was my thought. That's exactly why. Like, there's reasons why these things happened. Yes. I, my, him and Danny are related. Yeah. So he wouldn't kill him because they're loyal to Targaryens. Only Targaryens could ride them. He knows he's our Targaryen because he, like, can smell him, basically, or has mm-hmm. some some idea. Yeah. So that's why he was able to ride him before. Like, stuff like that. It's like, yes, there's things you should have a problem with. Like, why did everyone just listen to Tyrion? Like, he's, uh, when he was at the general console of all the yeah. people, like, he was in jail for, mm-hmm. like, treason. And just everyone's like, oh, let's listen to this guy. Like. I don't know. That's like, I wouldn't probably listen to him that much. I wouldn't be like, you don't really get to Mm. talk. It's not really your turn. Yeah. Well, they kind of asked him. Yeah, they Uh, asked him. But like, I like it didn't bother me enough for me to care that much. But I'm like, if you're gonna have a problem, have a problem with like something like that. Like, that doesn't make a ton of sense. But like, so they're just mad that Bran got the throne is is what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the probably the biggest thing. And then people are also mad about like, how where everyone kind of ended up they're mad that john didn't get what he deserved what what did he deserve i think that's exactly what it deserves i think that's all john fucking wants i think that's actually perfect i thought that was the right scenario for john like he they they can't let him go because that's that's he did kill like the queen like i like their queen so you know he either life lifelong prison uh they're not going to kill him. They're not going to let him set free because that's not like not everyone's happy. And they said this in the show. Um, no, no one's happy. So it's probably a good compromise. And I think that's actually right. Like that's how it should have worked out. Um, he should have went to Night's Watch where he started. It was nice to bring it back to where he wanted to go in the first place. I kind of thought that was nice. Yeah, I agree. And then they're saying like, well, Arya, it's like, dude, Arya got exactly what she wanted. Like Arya is like going to travel the world. Like Arya's not someone, she's not a lady. Yeah. She's not someone who's going to sit no. up and hang out in Winterfell with Sansa. Like, no. Her dream is to fucking be an explorer. Like, and she said that, that seasons ago. Like, she said that in earlier seasons, what's west of Westeros? I want to go there. Mm-hmm. She said that explicitly yeah. in an episode. Like, go back. Like, it's in there. Yeah. So. And then Just Sansa. Like stuff like that. Sansa got the North to be independent. And that's exactly yeah, what she that's wanted. that's what she wants. So perfect. Uh, she wants to be the queen of the North. Now there's going to be no, it's going to be, I guess, a, still a monarchy, but it's a monarchy decided by a council of elders in some sense. So the leaders of the realm yeah. will then decide who will be the king. So there's elected, you know, officials, which is different, I think is exactly what the show was looking broke for. Broke the wheel. Bro- broke the wheel. Um, if you break Bran's wheel, he's not going to get that far, but that's beside uh-huh. the point. Um, and then what they did with the, you know, the the metaphor of, I don't even know if you call it a metaphor, but... Game of Thrones was the thing that brought everybody together. It got people to watch TV at the same time, at the same place, and had people talk at the water coolers once again. And when Tyrion was talking about stories and all the different things that bring people together, he wasn't just talking about Bran. He wasn't just talking about in the world. He was talking about Game of Thrones as a television show. If you if you missed that, I'm sorry, because that was it really important. I think that was brilliant from what the showrunners did. They broke that yep. fourth wall and they talked to the people that this isn't just a TV show. This is what, you know, 
we can do as a, as a social event, as a gathering together, people. Uh, so that's that's what I thought was super brilliant and really interesting to me, and I thought it was awesome. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree, man. Um, I'm really happy with it. I I, I like all the different scenarios that could pitch are gonna lead to more like uh, spinoffs. Apparently, four of the five spinoffs that are possible five under. I think they have five potential spinoffs. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, Arya going west to Westeros, uh, John and Tormund going north of the wall, um, Sansa in the north. Don't really care. Um, Bran and the, I mean, like, but there's like Grey Worm and, uh, freaking Mykonos, wherever he's going. <laughs> Mykonos. They are going to do the prequel, which they already alluded to. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Robert Baratheon rebellions and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the Song of Ice and Fire. The, they actually had it in the show, too, which I thought was super cool. Like, yeah, they presented the book to Tyrion. He's like, where am I in this? He's like, oh, you're not mentioned. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, man, so it's cool. I'm excited. Yeah, the show, I'd say, wasn't... This last season wasn't the best, but I still no. think it was good television. I thought season... Episode 5 was, like, the one of the best episodes of the whole show. Um... I think this last episode was very serviceable to to high to high, like decent quality. I thought it was good. Um, I'd say like the first two episodes were a little boring. Third episode, I thought there was too much wrong with it in my opinion. Um, the only thing redeeming was Arya's amazing move. But you know the show the show's over and we all have to go on. Um, go watch Barry. All right, go watch Barry. Everyone go watch Barry. Barry's freaking awesome. Don't cancel your HBO. There's too many good stuff on there. Dude, HBO comes go out watch with the... Night School, Uncle Drew. Dude. Skyscraper. Don't watch Skyscraper. You can skip that one. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Um, is Devil Wears Prada the on there? Movie. It is, but I'm... No, I'm talking about bad HBO. Oh, uh, that's right a now. good movie. I watched Jurassic that. Re- Park? No, well, actually, no. I'm talking about Devil Wears Prada. Oh, the movie's pretty good, the movie dude. Stanley Tucci is that boy in that movie. Yeah, Stanley Tucci's that boy in everything, dude. He is literally the best. Him and uh, he's in Easy A, right? Yes, Easy A. That's what I was just about to bring up. Yeah. Him and Easy A. They have it's him and his I'm wife. <laughs> yeah, they have a black son, and they're they're both white lady. Like it's a white guy and a white lady, and they have a black son. And he's like, I'm adopted. He's like, oh, Who told you you were adopted? <laughs> You just love that scene. He's also in Hunger Go- Hunger Games, yeah, right? Yeah, he's the guy with the pink hair. Yo, shout out to Stanley Tucci holding it down uh, for all the dude, Tucci's. I hope I, Tucci! I hope I'm not screwing his name up. Dude, Lil Wayne loves yes. Stanley Tucci. Okay, I'm right, Stanley Tucci. Dude, let's look up his IMDb. Come on, now. Let's bring it back to Stanley Tucci. Yo, Lil Wayne sings about him all the time. <laughs> Tucci. He's in the first Maybe Captain America? Know. Dude, the first Captain America is hype. That's the be- that's probably the best Marvel movie. It could be. Nah, dude, frick out of here. That's one of the best. The like, first Captain America movie. That one's great. Go back and watch nah, we're it. Throwing hands. Okay. Well, okay, maybe not the best, but it's up there. It's a solid AF movie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You're romanticizing no, it. No, dude, the first Avenger with the fucking Red Skull, dude. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> yes, that's a good movie. Boo. Trash. Let's look at his IMDb okay. score. No, it's good. Dude, screw IMDb. I know. Or, uh, 
Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. So guys, uh, what is it? What's six, the Rotten Tomatoes? Six point nine on IMDb. Not great. What? It's pretty good for Avengers no, movie. Not. Critics hate Avengers movies. No, dude. Thor Ragnarok's got like a ninety-six, or he's got. I think he got like a ninety-two. Rotten Tomatoes. First Avenger, Captain America, eighty. Eighty. Not not very good. Wait, no, that's good. For Rotten Tomatoes, look up Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. We're just going to look up stuff. That's a good, that's a good Marvel movie. I like them all, but. <laughs> um. Okay, so take a guess. Yeah. Take a guess. <laughs> 96. <laughs> 91. Yeah, that's right. Dude, the first Avenger is good, though. Wait, let's look up Thor 2, which I thought was better than Thor 1, because I think Thor 1 is, like, the worst movie of all time. Dude, Thor 1 probably still got better than freaking Captain America, the first one with the red skull. No. Freaking hot tamale. I don't want to get that freaking guy off the screen. (laughs) Okay, Thor 1 got 77 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is nonsense. Dude, that's what I'm saying. So Captain America's on that level. Dude, everyone hates on Thor, uh, The Dark World, though. That movie is better than Thor 1. Thor 1 is a snoozer. They're both snoozers. What did you say Captain America got? I, like, have no memory. <laughs> which one? Like, which the first Captain America. Of uh, IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes. 80, 80. 80? That's what I'm saying. Freaking snoozer. Dude, the Thor The Dark World is just not a good... Or, sorry, the Thor's are Thor like the d- on par with that. The two beginning not good Thors are on par with that. Maybe. So Th- just let that sink in. But Thor Ragnarok was pure gold. And I love the guy who, who created it. He's hilarious. Yo, if you like him, we could just have our own like movie podcast where I just recommend <laughs> movies. Uh, <coughs> what We Do in the Shadows is a parody on uh, vampires. It's on Amazon Prime for free. Wait, wait, wait. Go really? watch it right I got yep. Watch that. What Max, the, when you're done with this, what we do in the shadows, it's like a parody about vampires if they lived in like 2014, and it's it's absolutely hysterical. It's done by the guys from Thor Ragnarok. They also have a TV show called What We Do in the Shadows on FX, also really good. And then they have a movie, Hunt for the Wilder People. It's with the chubby dude from Deadpool 2, where he is a foster kid. And he lives in a that kid's so weird. Foster home in New Zealand. <laughs> he just stays and in foster it homes. Is absolutely amazing. Really, so good, so funny, touching. It's a great movie. Ninety six on Rotten Tomatoes because that's the yeah. end all be all metric. End all be all. So just uh, if you like Thor Ragnarok, do yourself a favor and watch those three things. Thanks, Frage. Thanks for the insight. All right, we're gonna wrap this Got one you. up. If you haven't, go follow us on all social media as The Master of Mediocrity. Please go to our Patreon, patreon.com, and then search The Masters of Mediocrity. Um, please do. Please, if you go on there, it helps pay for our SoundCloud fees. It's really important. It, it helps mm-hmm. you get the podcast that we do every week. So please go on there. If you got anything else, are you ready to wrap this thing up? No, that's it. All right. Wrap it up. Put er- a bow on it. Everybody out there in podcast land, have a good night. Peace. Bye.